Welcome back to Just Grab Radio on BJPen.com. I'm your host, Cole Sheldon. Episode 66, we've got a good lineup for you ahead of UFC 271. First up, we're going to be joined by one half of the main event in Robert Whitaker to preview his middleweight title fight rematch against Israel Adesanya. Good chat with Rob, who's already in Houston, getting acclimatized to the weather or to the time. But uh, Rob really thinks this is a totally different fight. He doesn't take a whole lot away from that first fight. He knows he's gotten a lot better. He says that's shown, and he believes he has a lot of tools that can exploit Adesanya. He thinks there's a clear path to victory. He thinks he can get it done. Obviously, he's expecting a really tough fight and a really fun fight, he thinks, and he was ready to retake, reclaim that middleweight strap. We're then going to be joined by Hanato Moicano to preview his fight against Alex Hernandez. This is a really intriguing matchup. Hanato Moicano kind of mixed results. has moved up to lightweight, got knocked out by Rafael Fazeev, and then uh, just dominated Jay Herbert last time out. Now gets a kind of a known name in Alexander Hernandez, who's kind of been hitting this at lightweight as well. Obviously, came on the scenes, knocked out Neil Darius, then beat OAM. Obviously, lost to Cerrone, and since then, he's gone just 3-2. and two. Both guys, it's kind of a crossroads fight. Both guys are looking to get up into that top 15 or so, working their way up. This is a really important fight. Hanato believes he has the grappling skills to really just control this fight on the ground and secure the win. We're then going to be joined by Roxanne Modafferi to preview her fight. Against Casey O'Neill, Roxanne, this is her retirement fight. So we kind of spoke about how she kind of came up with that, what she's going to do after fighting. But she's really looking forward to this fight. She really wants to do a lot of stuff she hasn't done in fights. She says, you're going to want to watch this. There's going to be spinning stuff. There's going to be different kind of attacks. Just so say she can uh, attempt those in a fight before. But she's living it all out there. She knows this is it. She knows she's kind of getting thrown to the wolves with Casey O'Neill. But she believes she has the, all the tools to pull off the upset and end her retirement on a win. We're then going to be joined by Kyler Phillips to preview his main card fight against Marcelo Rojo. This as fight of the night written all over it. Kyler Phillips coming off that controversial loss last time out against Holly and Paiva. Before that, beat Song Yadong, beat Cameron Ells, and beat Gabriel Silva to kick off his UFC tenure. But Kyler's main trading partner of Sean O'Malley gets a lot of good looks. He thinks he's going to be way too much for Rojo and eventually find that knockout shot and puts him away. And we close things out talking to Jared Vandera to preview his fight against Andre Arlovsky. This is a fight uh, Jared did not expect to get. Jared says he was supposed to fight uh, Chris Barnett on the first card of the year. Barnett ended up pulling out Arlovsky agreed to take the fight. And then Vandera and the UFC, or not Vandera, the UFC just agreed to push this back to in front of fans at UFC 271. But Vandera's ecstatic to be able to fight a former champion. He believes he can go out there, beat, and possibly finish Arlovsky. That really sets him up well for the end to make a run at the heavyweight division. But be sure to share the show, subscribe. Thank you all for listening and tune in next week for another episode. All right, we're joined by the former UFC middleweight champion who's fighting for his belt again. Robert, how's it going, man? Good, thank you, mate. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for doing this again. Obviously, fighting for the belt. Like, Are you surprised it took you this long to get the title shot? Because there was a case where you could have gotten an immediate rematch because you look at other champions and they get that right away. Yeah, um, I'm not too worried about it. I haven't really thought about it too much because I was enjoying the process. I was enjoying the fights, you know, and, uh, you know, coming back off the loss and then coming back after I took some time to, to put some things together, it, you know, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed the ride. And uh, I, I knew all, all roads led, led to here anyway. So um, here we are. After you lost to Adesanya, like, did you think he'd be holding the belt still by the time you got up there again? Um, yeah, I, I did because I, I you know, I, I can gauge the skill level of my opponents and I can gauge 
the the skill level of Izzy and um, watching him through his fights, he's a he's a great fighter. He's gonna he's gonna give a lot of problems to a lot of guys. But um, you know, I think I I think I have the secret. And your first fight, you kind of talked about how he got in your head a little bit. Like, how do you kind of not let that happen again? Well, uh, first and foremost, I'm a completely different man than I was then. You know, I've come a long way since then. And, uh, yeah, you know, in that I'm very self-confident now in who I am and why I do things and as well as I'm aware. So, you know, having those things in hand in hand, I, I think I'm going to be quite quite immune to, to his tricks. And, like, how much pressure was on you that first fight just because it was the massive card in Australia, like – you kind of had to put on a show there where now like he's the champion. He's kind of the one with all the pressure now. Yeah. You know, there were, there was a lot of pressure and there's a lot of pressure from our external, uh, a lot of external sources and everything going into it as well as a lot of self-inflicted pressure. But um, they, that's, that's the beauty of this fight now, isn't it? It's uh, nobody expects me to win. He's the champ. He's been doing so well. So, um, you know, I'm going to go out there and just, just look to execute, what I want to do and then put all the hard work to, to good use and then go home and see my family. Is that something you enjoy? Like I remember the first time you guys fought, like people were kind of split on who they thought was going to win. Now it seems like everyone's kind of counting you out and like no one really thinks you have a shot. Ah, it makes sense. You know, he beat me quite handily the first time. Um, but yeah, most of my career I've been the underdog and uh, you know, I, I've proved a lot of people wrong. What have you made of his uh, four fights since you guys fought him? Obviously, the one loss to Jan in there, but at middleweight, he's kind of looked unbeatable. Yeah, no, he's looked phenomenal. But I think, I think the the difference is what I would say is that he looks beatable. He does look beatable. I think um, he's certainly had some good fights, some good performances. But I think I can beat him. I think I have the skill set to beat him. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see. Do you look at the yawn fight really, or do you kind of throw that one out the window just because that was up at two oh five? I know I look at the the goods and bads, like the holes and what worked and what did not work in that fight for him. And um, you know, I'm definitely taking some things from it. But like I like you said, it's at two oh five. It's a very different dynamic, a very different fight. As as well as Yarn, as a two oh five fighter, he's a much different guy than I am. He's much structurally, he's very different than I am you know, a 185 or so, um, got to, got to take the, the, the pros and the, the positives out of it and just, yeah, use it. Do you wish this fight was happening back in like Australia, New Zealand, or do you like how it's away from that and away from home and not having to deal with all that kind of extra stuff? A bit of both. Like the, the extra pressure and stuff is part of the job. You know, not having to deal with it is, 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 is always uh, you know positive sometimes, but I enjoy traveling, though. I, I enjoy the travel that, that my career has been able to bring me and allow me to do. Like, I've, I've loved being able to come here to the U.S. again. It's fun. You know, that's half the, half the appeal of the job is that I got to travel the world for it. So, uh, yeah. Have you seen much of Adesanya's comments about this fight? Like, it seems like he is, like, very calm. It's going to go similar. Like, he kind of said, like, it's just another easy paycheck for him and it's going to be similar to the first fight. Like, do you take anything away from that? Um, yeah, yeah, he's, he's a cocky fighter. He's like, oh, he's, so he says in all his fights. <laughs> um, your wrestling too is an underrated part of your game. Like, is that something that you think you're going to mix in this fight? Cause we didn't really see a whole lot of it in the first one. Yeah, I would hope so. well, I, I wasn't using it before the first fight. I never needed to. 
And then uh, from that fight, I've wanted to just display a, a better complete skill set, you know, get, get closer to that perfect MMA craft. And, uh, you know, if opportunities present itself, I'll, I'll, I'll do what I want. But we'll have to wait and see how the, how the tail of the fight goes. How often do you watch that first fight? Yeah, not often at all. Do you like take anything away from it? Because I actually thought you were winning that first round until he clipped you right at the end. Yeah, you know, there are some good things to take from it, some bad things as well. It is what it is. We'll have to wait and see. Adesanya's striking is obviously everyone kind of knows him for, and especially his reach too, but you have a pretty good height and reach too, and like, and especially your strength. Like, you think that's a big part of it is even if you can't get him down, just kind of like clinch him up and not let him uh, use, his, uh, use his reach? Um, we'll have to wait and see. Obviously, the, the trick to getting inside reach um, – to deal with a, a fighter that's taller and longer reach than you is to get inside that reach. So um, we'll have to wait and see, you know, it's a surprise. How do you kind of see a play out? Just because Izzy is very durable. Like he's only ever been knocked out that one time in kickboxing and even Jan couldn't put him away. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a tough fighter. Um, how I see the fight is, is it's too hard to say. Like with, with high skill opponents like us and, going back and forth, trying to trying to counter everybody, each other's game plans and execute our own. You don't know what the dynamic of the fight is going to be like. You don't know. You can't tell how each fight is going to adapt. So we're just going to have to – I'm just going to have to play it by ear and, you know, just see, see, see what he's doing. You get your hand raised. Like, what's that moment like getting the belt wrapped back around your waist? Haven't thought about it, mate. You know, any win's a good win, so – yeah, I just have to wait and see then. Is this a fight too? Like you think you win, you're probably gonna have to run it right back again and have to beat him twice to really start a new reign. Mate, honestly, I haven't thought about it. It's I, my my calendar only goes up until the the start of the fight, and whatever happens after happens after. Uh, the one good part of the fight, though, is it's in Houston with fans. Like it's been a while since that Adesanya fight was your last like full crowd, so. What is, what's that going to be like with the walkout back in front of fans? Yeah, no, it's 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 good to be able to give the fans what they want. You know, I, I like to think we're modern-day gladiators. So to be able to give the fans that live experience and to put on a show for them, it's going to be going to be really good. Going to going to give me a lot of energy. You went out to Houston a bit earlier than normal. Like, is that part of just getting used to the uh, time changes because it's like a totally different uh, clock from where you're from? Uh, this isn't any normal, um, anything other than normal. This is what I do every every prep for a fight. I, I usually come this amount of time now beforehand just to climatize and get my body clock all sorted out. How when or when did you arrive in Houston? Uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, like who kind of came along with you? Like just your coach, or did you bring some training partners as well with you? No, just my coaches and and um, you know my teammate because he's fighting as well. So coaches, a teammate of mine, and just yeah, just 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 my usual team. And my hey, old man. Yeah, well, what's it like having your teammate there? Because this is what is second or third time being on your undercard. I was trying to remember. Third, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah it's his it's his third time. It's uh it's great, you know, to be able to go through a camp with a, a fellow teammate. It just you know you kind of share the load. So you know if you're suffering, he's suffering. It makes that it makes it that a little bit easier. And how much does that help fight week too, that you have like a guy that you can actually work with and train with in Houston as well? Yeah, no, it's good. You know, you normally I, I 
I can work with my coaches and stuff, but we're, we, we're doing our things. You know, it's just another fight. Uh, did you bring anyone in for training camp or was it just the usual guys you work with? Just because Adesanya's kickboxing, like whenever I talk to people that fight him, they like to bring some guys in. I know I um I bring in some I brought in some guys, but nothing out of the ordinary because we're always looking for for sparring for whether it be boxing or kickboxing, and we're always working those angles. So yeah, it it, it we brought in the the usual amount of guys. We brought in some other guys. Not, no no one specifically for Adesanya. You spoke about it too. You kind of felt like burnt out. Like how much better do you feel now compared to like back when you're fighting Romero and Adesanya? Mate, I, it's night and day. So the the way I feel now, like, like I said, I'm a, I'm a totally different person than I was for that first fight. Um, you know, and you can see through the fights I've had since. It's just my performance has been better because I've been enjoying the journey and the ride a lot more. And uh, you know, I'm just a much happier fighter. Oh, what's that like too? Just obviously training is probably a lot easier and ha- not like easy, but a lot happier. Cause before I remember you saying like you were kind of forced yourself to go out there on Christmas morning, to go train. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's changed. It's changed. You know, there are hard days. Everyone has hard days where they don't leave their bed, but um, no, I, 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 I'm enjoying the process. I'm enjoying getting better. And because I'm enjoying the process and enjoying the ride that much more, it's just making me want to grow. It's making me want to be at the session, which is helping me grow. And uh, you see that in fight weeks and everything else. I'm, I'm just like, I'm enjoying the experience a lot more and being a part of it. Are you excited for this one? Just because like, as you mentioned, and kind of what we've seen is you are a different fighter. So like you kind of right the wrongs of that first fight. Yeah, I just want to get in there and do my work. You know, this is what I do for a living. And uh, I feel like in that first fight, I didn't give a good account of myself and didn't show how how good I am. So I, I want to I want to go out there and I want to put on a better performance and I want to just want to use my entire skill set. Uh, just last thing for you, like what is kind of the goal for you this year? Like obviously it's beating out of Sonia, but are you hoping to be a bit more active just because you had the one fight last year and obviously two in 2020? Like is that kind of what you see as just one or two fights or is, is that something you like to be more active? I'd, I'd like to be as active as I, as I can. It wasn't, it wasn't, my can it wasn't under my control yeah uh, you know I, I i would have fought more last year but we were i was lying for that title fight and the title fight kept getting pushed back because of the you know the pandemic and everything so i would like to be more active you know uh, my my whole mentality with fighting and my timelines has been if i'm healthy and i'm ready to fight i fight you know actually just one more quick one is on the card is brunson cannoneer like you fought cannoneer like I know you're going to be warming up the back, but are you going to keep a close eye on that fight in, uh, when you're warming up? Uh, I'll watch it in the back because I watch most of the fights in the back, but uh, nothing. I'm not going to keep a closer eye than, than usual or anything like that. Who, who do you think wins that one? Ooh, I would have to lean towards Canonier. I think he's been in fine form lately. You know. Yeah, and he has a ton of power, which was pretty impressive that like you kind of just walked right through that too. Yeah, and... Uh, He's a hard guy to take down. You know, he's hard to hold down. And uh, I think that's how Brunson wins, by holding him down. And like I said, he's hard to hold down. Well, Rob, I appreciate the time as always. Thank you so much for doing this again. Pleasure is all mine, mate. Thanks for having me again. All right. We're joined by UFC lightweight Hanato Moicano, who's returning here in February. Hanato, how's it going, man? Very good. How about you, my friend? I'm doing well. Obviously, back in action, UFC 271, like... 
I, was this a bit later than what you thought just after coming off that win in June? Like I thought maybe you might have gotten one more in last year. Yeah, I was trying to get a fight last year, but I couldn't. So they offered me that fight in I don't know I don't remember if 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 it was November or December, but they they offered me the fight and I took it, and that's it. We are a couple weeks for 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 the fight, and I'm really happy. And Alex Hernandez, how much do you know about him? Because he kind of burst onto that scene with that knockout over uh, Darius. Yeah, he's a, he's a tough guy, good wrestler, good striker. And, like, he knocked out Darius, have a couple close fights with uh, uh, with good guys in the division, lost some, win some. Uh, it's a good name, well-known. It's a good fight for me. Have you talked to Tiago about this fight? Just because, obviously, your teammate in Tiago Moises fought him. Yes, a little bit, but we cannot, like, uh, I talk with him about a couple of stuff that I that I'm, I am uh, thinking and doing a fight, and I was asking him some tips, but every fight is different, you know? So uh, I cannot, like, uh, see, uh, see this fight and think I'm uh, going to do the same, you know? So I, I, I talk with Thiago, but let's see what happens. We never know. Uh, with this fight, like, how do you think you match up against him? I think it's a good fight for both, you know. Uh, like I say, everybody is with everybody in UFC stuff. And for me, like, the opponent really doesn't matter, you know. It's all about going over there, uh, do my best, and, and get wins. It, it's all about that. I don't care about uh, opponents. Fighting back in front of fans too, like how exciting is that for you? That's really nice, man. Like it's been a while since we have like a a, a, a big fight. I, I fought in the the first uh, UFC without crowd in Brazil, and, and now I'm able to uh, fight in Texas in front of a lot of people. So I'm really happy, and I can't wait, man. It's gonna be a good fight. Uh, you're obviously fighting in his uh, home state, though. Like he's from Texas. Are you kind of expecting the crowd to boo you? Ah, of course, man. Of course. <laughs> but in the end of the day, uh, the crowd doesn't matter. You know, we're gonna. I have. I would. I would to have to beat him, uh, and that's it. In front of his hometown, I don't care. You guys are very similar in the fact that you're both very, like, well-rounded. So where do you kind of see, like, do you think this is going to be, like, a kickboxing fight or do you think it's going to hit the ground at some point? I don't know. Can be go both ways, you know? Uh, seeing the the Hernandez fights with Moises, they both are good grapp- good grapplers, but they, they stand the whole three rounds striking and... Sometimes I try to take guys to the ground. Sometimes I try to strike him. I don't know. Depends on the day. You know, sometimes I woke up and, and I say, man, today I'm going to fight kickboxing. And all the time, today I'm going to do jiu-jitsu. So we never know. You're a guy, though, when you win, most of the time it is by stoppage. Like, And we have seen Alex get finished before. So is this a fight you think you can get that stoppage win then? 
Yeah, I don't know, and doesn't matter too, you know. It's all about winning, so it doesn't matter if I finish him, if I go to the decision. I just have to be sharp, be ready, do do what I what I do, and get the win. This is what I'm about. What do you think a win over Hernandez does for you? Just because he is sort of a big name in the division. Man, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't care. I don't really care. You know, I'm I'm going over there to get the double check. You know, to support my family. I don't I I don't care about rankings anymore. I do, I just care about money. This is sad, but this is true. I'm going over there to take the money, and I want to win to get more money. And that's it, brother. And after that, they can do whatever they want. If they can, I'm gonna win this. I'm gonna win the, this fight, you know. And doesn't matter if after that they're gonna give me a ranked opponent or not. I just want to fight soon as possible, you know. I have been asking for fight last year, and the other year I took so long to me to fight. You know, I don't know why, but I want to be consistent and get the the double bonus check, man. It's all about that. When did that kind of switch for you? Because I we've talked a whole bunch, a lot before most of your fights, and it's always been you want those names, you want those ranked opponents. So yeah. when did that kind of switch? No, because I because uh, in my mind, what changed was it doesn't matter if the guy is ranked or not, you know, and they are not giving me ranked opponents. So that's okay, that's fine. Uh, it's not up to me to choose my fights. So I'm fighting for for the money, you know. In the end of the day, is a sport, is a business. I'm not getting any younger, you know. I'm getting older day by day, and I have to collect, you know, because I know when I stop to 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 fighting, when I retire, I'm not gonna have the same kind of money that I'm doing now. So I have to take advantage of this opportunity, and I have to win the fights. I have to collect the double checks, and I have to be uh, smart with the money, you know. It's all about that. Are you trying to get that 50k bonus then? Because that's obviously a nice little extra money for you. Yeah, that's a that's a nice nice extra money. Who knows? You know, uh, we're gonna see. We're gonna feel the fight. We're gonna see what happens, and let's hope for the 50k. You know, but this is not my mindset. My mindset is going over there and perform well. You know, do my best and win the fight. Everything is extra. You know, if the people will like the fight. If they don't, I don't care. I don't really care. You know, I just want to go over there, dominate the fight, uh, striking, grappling, do the the whole shit, do the this, do my stuff, and win the fight. Uh, this is your fourth fight at lightweight since moving up. Like, how much more comfortable are you starting to feel now? Now that you've had like almost like two years to kind of really get adjusted to the weight class. Man, I feel I, I'm feeling great in this division. You know, I'm feeling good, really good. And I feel like it doesn't matter what division you are. You know, it doesn't matter if I go to featherweight to lightweight. It's always the same. You have to train. You have to keep dieting. You have to fight. Is 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 the same? D- doesn't change that much. You know. Uh, so if you're having trouble to get to the weight, you should move up. You should move up. You should, because in the end of the day, it's the same. It's the same. It's just like if you are cutting too much, cutting too much weight, it's just extra stress, extra training, and not feeling good. You know. So I'm feeling really well on the lightweight. Uh, what is kind of the goal for you this year? Is it basically get three, four fights in this year? Then. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see, man. I want to. I want to go over there. You know, win that fight and fight in Brazil. 
I think Brazil is gonna be March, right? I don't I don't remember the date, but I I want to fight as soon as possible after that fight in in Texas, you know. Like I said before, and I'm, I'm not getting I'm I'm not getting any younger, you know. I'm getting older, 32, so I have to take advantage of that that position that I am, you know, and because I'm training hard, man. Believe me, I'm training hard. I put all I'm putting all the work, you know. Uh, uh, the strategy, all that stuff, you know, man. I, I have been, I have been working all my life, you know, since I was a kid. I was, I'm, and, and now it's time to collect the money and performance and do my best, you know, be the best fight that I can be. Now it's the time, and it's gonna be my time, in uh, uh, February 12th. All the rumors are the UFC is going to Brazil in May for a pay per view. Are you hoping you can be on that then, fight back home in Brazil? Yes, 100%. I want to fight back in Brazil. I want to go over there, see my family, see my friends, have a good time, you know, make some money, all that stuff, man. I want to. I want to. If possible, I want to fight in Brazil. What do you think this walkout's going to be like? Just because it's been so long that there's been fans that when you walk out. I don't know. When you are... Uh, when you're gonna fight, you are so focused. Focused, you know. I, I don't watch. I don't see. I don't hear anything. I just, I am focused on the fight. You know, I'm. I, I am focused on what I have to do on my work. So I don't care. It doesn't matter what they say, if it's loud or not. You know, you are so focused on on, on what you have to do. I don't think in anything else. You know. I assume I know the answer, but I just have to ask, are you done with featherweight for sure? Like it's a lightweight from now on? Yeah, I think so. You know, I think so. We we never know. I, I'm a little bit heavy, you know, but like I said before, if the good opportunity shows up, you know, we just see the the other guy come back to 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 featherweight. The the hooker, you know, we, we never know. I cannot say for sure. I'm not gonna be uh, fighting in featherweight, but I'm heavy, man. To to go to the featherweight is gonna be a hard time for me. So I feel comfortable and I feel uh, strong in, in lightweight. Let's see what the f the future brings to us. But right now I'm focused on February 12th. Uh, just a few more things, just on some former people you fought. Obviously, Korean Zombies getting the title shot. What'd you make of that? Him finally getting that long way to title shot. Man, that's nice, you know. Korean Korean zombie is a great guy, you know. He's I I, I cheer for him, you know. He's a good guy, um, uh, very good fighter, and I hope he get this title. I think it's gonna be hard, you know. Volkanovic is a really hard guy to beat, but we never know. Zombie has what what has the power, you know, has the striking to to do a good fight against him. And let's see what happens, you know. I'm, I, I, I am. I wish he win, you know. You know what I mean. I, I, my English is not that good, but yeah. I... And your fellow Brazilian Jose Aldo, like that's a guy you fought. I know you've looked up to him. Like, what are you kind of making his run at bantamweight? Man, he's doing really well. Uh, I saw his fight against Pedro Munoz. He was really sharp really like uh, fast you know I think the, this division is very good for him uh, I don't know I don't see him beating Jan you know Peter Jan is a monster in, in 35 
but José Aldo, you know, we have to respect him, respect him, you know, and of course, a fight is a fight, you know, he can challenge the belt and everything can happen, you know, but I think the 35 is good for him and I hope he, he keep doing his good work. Well, Hanato, that's all I have for you. Thanks so much for doing this. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, brother. All right, we're joined by Roxanne Modafferi, who's having a retirement fight here. Roxanne, how's it going? Woohoo! It's going well. I had a good day. Yeah, just kind of the first thing I want to touch on, like, when did you kind of know this would be it for you? Um, Like a year ago, I knew I wanted to reach 50 fights, and I was kind of wondering exactly when I would retire. I didn't really want to go into it. Um, it's been more challenging lately in training, like getting hit in the head hard has been bothering me more. So I've been wearing headgear and it's really no fun to spar me with headgear on because people hold it and pull it and you're like, like that. So it's just not as fun as it used to be. So I, you know, I want to do something else. And you've been in this game for so long. Like, did you ever think you'd get this far, like UFC, this many fights when you first started? Absolutely not, man. When I first started, when I debuted, people were retiring in their like mid thirties or early thirties, you know? So I figured it would be like that, but um, yeah, I've lasted a, a long time and I'm very proud of myself and what I've done. And you started like, and there was no talk of even females ever being in the UFC and like, you've kind of been like, you were one of the original like female fighters. Like what's that like to kind of look back on? Yeah, man, now, now that I have hindsight, it kind of blows my mind. Like there was a, a generation before me, you know, um, and I was kind of like the second generation, but um, not many of us left. But uh, yeah, it's cool to see how far things have come, you know, that I'm actually able to make a living from UFC right now. And I, it's awesome. And like you've kind of made it public that this is your last fight. Like, is that something you always wanted to do is let like the fans know this was it or were you kind of contemplating of maybe letting you, everyone know after the fight that you were done? Um, I didn't actually want to go into a fight knowing that it was my last one. I, I you know, kind of loathed the thought of it, but now I have a plan, you know, uh, for after life after fighting. Um, and I'm excited for it. It's positive things. So it's okay. It's, you know, I, I'm happy now that, you know, fans who want to see me fight can come to the, to the uh, event, you know, it's going to be in Houston. They're going to be live fans. So I'm, I'm happy about that. Yeah. How glad are you with that? Because like we've seen people like Cormier have to retire at the apex in front of no one. Like at least you get the oh, send off with the fans. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what sucks about people retiring over the past years. They didn't get that proper send off, which at least you will with all the fans. Yeah, good point. But part of that future is you got engaged, which obviously congratulations. Like, is that something you had a feeling was coming or is that a total surprise? Um, I knew it was coming sometime, but I wasn't sure when it was going to come. So. Uh, what was that like too? Like right after his fight, like he had it ready and everything. Well, yeah, it was funny. So he was like, so make so this is my glasses case. Um, make sure you keep the cloth in my glasses case when you give me back my glasses. And I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. Um, he had hid, wrapped the ring in the cloth in his glasses case so that I wouldn't know about it, you know? So I'd unwittingly hand it to him, which is awesome. Um, I was the only corner person. So I was trying to like be a good corner person and make sure the other guys, corner men weren't going to attack and like make sure everything's fine. And then, and then suddenly I noticed he's down on his knee. <laughs> yeah. 
And with now like getting into your fight, like Casey O'Neill, like were you surprised this was the opponent they gave you for your retirement fight? Um, not really. You know, I didn't really have any idea who it would be. Um, I would say yes to anybody. You know, that's that's who I am. So whoever, bring them on. I'm going to lay it on them. <laughs> and I guess you kind of fought everyone. So like it, it really didn't matter to you, I guess. There are some people I've never fought. Like Alexis Davis has been yeah. forever. I kind of figured I would fight her someday. Um, we were both 135. And then I think she dropped down to 125. And then I dropped down 125. I was like, I'll probably fight her someday. So I watched her fights closely. And then she went back up to 135. And I was like, I guess not. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't really care who I fight. But yeah, I fought a lot of people and rematched a lot. And with Casey, like, how much do you know about her? Because she has looked pretty impressive so far. Yeah, I've, I've enjoyed watching her fight. You know, her style kind of reminds me of me. Just go get him, go, go forward and hit him and take him down. Like, I like that. I, I fully appreciate that. How much better do you think you're going to be or like more dangerous too? that this is your retirement fight? So like you have nothing to lose and like you can do stuff that you wouldn't normally do in a fight. Exactly. I'm going to I'm going to try to have some fun with this, you know. Is there any moves that like you don't have off to, you obviously don't have to say here, but are there moves like you want to do just to say you've done in a fight in this time? I have three super attacks that I'm currently practicing. Um, one is the kibosh. I can't describe it. You'll just have to wonder <laughs> forever. And then several more that I cannot even name them, but hopefully I shall land them in the fight. I'm very excited to try it. It makes me excited to think about it. How do you kind of see this fight playing out? Because like you kind of mentioned, like Casey is like, you two have, have very similar styles. I hope it is a crazy dog fight and I hope we win fight of the night and I hope it's glorious battle. Are you hoping that, like you said it there, but like, are you putting any pressure to go out there and like make your last fight a memorable one, or are you just kind of focused on just having fun and like just going out there and doing whatever? I do want it to be memorable. I do want to do some things, you know, and I do want to make my coaches proud. So there, there's that, you know. It's I'm trying not to think about it as my last one. You know, that is some pressure that I've been feeling lately. Um, so we'll see. I'm gonna do my best with that mentally. Are you putting pressure on you then to get the win or is it more like kind of what you said of just having fun and making a memorable fight regardless? Oh, I want to win very much. Yeah. Very much. Yeah. Yeah. Because ending on a win is is a good way to go out. Heck yeah. Oh, with training then, like what has training camp been like just because it's your last kind of real training camp ever? Yeah, man, I, <laughs> it's been pretty chaotic, actually, but um, I'm, I'm in my groove now. Uh, I'm pleased with the choices I've made. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the choices I've made, and I feel good. Like, every, every day I feel, like, improved, and, um, yeah, I'm, things are good now. Yeah. Who are the main people you're working with? Because Syndicate has so many fighters you can train with. Uh, right now, I'm working a lot with Johnny Parsons. He, um, yep. he was on the Contender Series, The Slugger Knot. Um, I'm working a lot with Mike Pyle and a girl, um, Hannah, uh, the shark. That's her ring name. She's a, a really good training partner for me. Uh, Jordan Levitt, the Monkey King, is also helping me out a lot. Are you going to plan to like leave your gloves in the octagon after? Because like, it seems like that's kind of what everyone does. Yeah, I think so. 
Oh, especially too, like, what do you think that walkout's going to be like in front of crowd again, like that last one, like, and your walkouts in weigh-ins, especially too, you get to do the weigh-ins, the ceremony of weigh-ins in front of crowd. Like, <laughs> how much does that add to it? Because that's something everyone kind of likes about your fights. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Man, I love my weigh-ins. That's like one of the most fun things about, excuse me, about my matches. Um, I have something cool planned. Um, it makes me so happy when fans cheer for me on the stage. Like I get, I feel like I get louder cheers um, yeah. than average. And then walking out, it's just so cool to me. Like it's so epic when like I'm walking out and there are people like calling my name, like hanging over the railing. And so I'm like, wow, like they, me, like they want to see me. Like this is so cool. Oh my gosh. It's just really exciting. Oh, what's the walkout going to be like? Like, do you already have the song picked out and everything? I do. It's going to be a um, theme song to My Hero Academia. Uh, just a few more things. What like Are you going to stay in the gym at Syndicate? Like, it seems like you're someone that, like, even if you don't fight, like, it seems like you'll always kind of be in the gym training. I am going to focus on jujitsu. Yeah. So uh, I don't want to get hit in the head anymore, so I shall choke people instead with their clothing. But gra grappling matches still you'll do. Oh, that's good then. So you're not like totally leaving. Like, yeah, I'm going to be competing in jujitsu. And there's, there seem to be more and more opportunities for grapplers these days. So that's cool. Yeah. Like that Fury had like a really yes. good R2. Oh, like, so it, badly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and there's tons, like there's so many coming up and it seems like it's getting more popular too. So you're kind of getting it at the right time. Man, I want to rematch with Amanda Lowen from Submission Grappling. Uh, Submission Underground, excuse me. Yeah. I would love that again, that fight again. Yeah, you've fought, like, a bunch of the top women grapplers, too. Like, I was looking before we got on here, like, who you've grappled against. It's crazy who you've gone against, just in, like, the past year, too. Yeah, I want a bit more training camps for those people. <laughs> <laughs> um, just last thing, like, after the fight's over, like, it's jujitsu, and then obviously, what, just helping your husband and kind of planning out the wedding? Marriage! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I want to, I'm going to get a job. I shall uh, get you know, a day job. It shall be marvelous. And it is a secret. I shall not tell you. Stay tuned. But yeah. I'm going to get married. It's going to be great. I'm going to see my family. I'm going to take a visit back to see my parents. And um, well, it'll be good. And you don't have to worry about the stress of your weight again or just any of that stuff. It's You uh -huh. can live a good life. You can eat whatever you want. You can do all this stuff. I can't get too fat, though. Yeah, that's true. After the wedding. <laughs> But Roxanne, I appreciate the time. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so much for the interview. Yeah. All right. We're joined by UFC Bantamweight Kyler Phillips is back in action. Kyler, how's it going, man? I'm doing great, man. I'm uh, I'm prepared to, to go to battle next week. Yeah. I quickly want to touch on your last fight. What do you take away from that one? Because it was a super close fight, and I think a lot of people thought you won that. Oh, I just used it to make myself a different breed. And, um, I'm super focused now and I'm super uh, on the different, just on a completely different level. I'm really grateful for the whole experience and the, the controversial decision loss because uh, I'm just on a pathway to, to getting back to gold. And with Marcelo Rojo, like how much do you know about your opponent? He's going to come swing hard, fast. The guy's a game opponent, anybody in the UFC's game. So we're ready for his the best version of him. But uh, we're going to see next weekend a lot of his, his uh, flaws and his weaknesses are going to be exposed. And uh, his strengths are not going to just not going to be able to match uh, what I have in store for him. 
uh, fighting back in front of fans. What's that like for you? Uh, man, I'm, I'm stoked for it, especially a pay-per-view crowd, Adesanya, Whitaker, and then uh, Jared Cannonier, my teammates fighting, and the Black Beast as well. That's going to be a dope card. I think it's sold out. I'm not sure yet. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be sick with, with the crowd. Uh, like, who have the main guys you work with? Is it the usual, like, working with O'Malley, Casey Kenny, and Mario? Because obviously Mario has a fighter. Those kind of the main guys you're working with. Uh, yeah, well, there's so many dudes at the lab. There's like a lot of dudes. And then with my coaches as well, doing my jiu-jitsu with Tank and, and those guys. And then with Hunter Nico and Crouch, there's so much stuff that we have and a lot of things we can utilize. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's been just getting better every single day. Uh, one of your teammates, Benton Henderson, picked up a big win. What was that like seeing him get the big win in Bellator? Uh, yeah, I was there. I, I brought. It was just so happy. My brothers came out this weekend, so I got to spar on Saturday, and then uh, they came through. And Ben was there that morning, just to feel that energy. You can feel it in the air too. That he was. Uh, he just, he just had that like light spirit. I don't know. It just felt good, man. And like uh, I saw him, and he was super active and motivated. And when he fought, it was it was cool to see all the the Arizonans win three in a row. And then, uh, so yeah, that was Ben, that was Henry Corrales, and then Brian Bader. Uh, back to your fight, like, how do you think you match up against uh, Marcelo? I think I match up against anybody bad. And it just depends on which guy I decide to bring out. And, um, again, it's a, it's a fight at the end of the day, but it's a lot I bring to the table as far as grit, skill. Uh, patience, uh, explosiveness, speed, and uh, deception as well. So I just can't wait, man. Uh, how do you kind of see this fight playing out? Just because you're a guy that when you win, you do have that knockout power at 35. Uh, what, it, what happens, well, I'm going to start selling him some things. And he's whatever he buys and whatever he gives to me, I'm going to take. And uh, if I decide to play with him a little bit or if I decide to um just go for the kill it just depends on which marcelo rojo comes out and uh i feel like he's just gonna fight the same and if he does try to mix it up or something i'm prepared for it so it's gonna be fun man uh being on the actual pay-per-view card like you're on the main card what's that like for you because you're actually gonna be on pay-per-view oh it's it's gonna be the same exact thing you know the crowd but yeah, I'm stoked for it. But I think it's the same thing as fighting. You know. uh, what do you think a win over Marcelo does for you? Because he does have a bit of hype being like Moreno is the kind of main guy. Um, I'm not extremely concerned about that, but like I think it's gonna put me back in the way to to the top, and it's just gonna be good for me trying to become the best that I can be. Um, so, yeah, pretty much uh, I don't really know what to say about that. Just going to get the win. Is there any pressure on you to get the finish after kind of that controversial decision that you don't want to go to the judges again? No, not at all. There's, it's just like right now. Right now what I do 
and training. It's nothing new. It's the same exact thing. And whatever, whatever I decide to to take, and whatever he decides to give, that's gonna be my opening, and I'm gonna take it. And whether it's five minutes in or ten minutes in or whatever it is, I'm uh I'm gonna perform and shine on that day. Is that Piper fight one you'd like back then? I mean, I'll kick that dude's ass, dude, again, if I want to. So, But he's not really my concern right now. Uh, what is kind of your goal for this year? Because you were a guy that was knocking on the top 15. Like, I wouldn't be surprised you string together two, three wins, and you're right there again. Um, it's about me being in the moment. Like, I can map these things out of what I want. I know what I want. I want it to be the champion. I want to be the best. I want to be the best version of myself and keep getting better every single day. I want to wake up and just be alive and just to be Matrix, be completely myself, not to try to be like anybody else. I'm not comparing my path with anybody else. I'm just walking forward. I'm looking at myself in the mirror. And I'm going to just continue to get better every day, and everybody will see that for sure. What do you think that walkout's going to be like back in front of the fans? Like, other than your debut, you've been in front of no one. Well, you know, it's like you go up there and you feel it. And it's like, oh, yeah. And then you see your coaches and then you go fight and you go beat somebody up and you get paid. It's a good feeling, you know. Um, but, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I do this every day. And, like, going out there, me just moving and being alive and being able to do this is, like, an honor. And, uh I just really can't wait to just do that and then to continue to keep doing it. Just continue. And whatever happens, every fight with everybody or anything, you always just keep moving forward, always just keep staying um, motivated and just just keep moving, that's all. As long as I'm alive, I'm going to just keep growing. That's about it. How, how much of a benefit is it that Mario's fighting like two weeks after you? So you guys are kind of peaking for around that same date. Yeah, I think he's. Uh, I think he's the week after. Yeah, he might be a week. He's a week or two after you. Like yeah, he's I think right he's around. A week you. after, and then uh, what's it called? Mark, this guy Mark at our gym. He's fighting. I think on that card, or maybe before. Yeah, I think. After, yeah, after, and then Jared Cannonier, my teammate, he's fighting right after me on the pay per view. So, so we're gonna have our whole team out there in H Town, baby, Houston. It's gonna be fun. So you got to start the night off right and give the team a big win for Cannoneer. Oh, yeah. Uh, with o O'Malley, too, like, I know you work with him a lot. Like, did you, did you, how much did you help him in his last fight just because you were coming off that fight with Paiva? Uh, I, I grappled with him a little bit. Um, we, it's, we have, like, there's so many dudes that we just have each other and, like, Whatever bodies we try to use and the minds we put together, it's just a win-win situation for any of us. So, uh, yeah, it's cool to have – it's really cool to have uh, dudes in doing the same exact thing as me and, like, succeeding and being around that, you know? What you surround yourself with is what you become. So it's cool to have guys like that. Do you think your ground game is underrated just because of how well you are on your feet? Um. It, and again, it just depends on like who I'm talking about. Like, am I looking at the eyes of some fan? I don't really give a shit. It's just yeah. me and myself. And I know my ground's pretty badass. And I know I know how to mix it up pretty well as far as my transitions with wrestling, jujitsu, ground and pound with some of my other styles that nobody really knows about. But um, 
it's just going to continue to to be revealed more. There's a lot of things I've been working on for years and my whole life that in 15 minutes you don't really see even a couple fights. Just depends on what positions you get put in and what openings there are. You don't really force things. Um, I force them to give me things, but setting the tempo um, and like, yeah, I don't know. I just think that I'm not gonna say I was like something special, or whatever. But yeah, I freaking this is this is me. Nobody does it like me. The only person that does it like myself. Uh, you get your hand raised here. Like, do you really care who's next, or are you just trying to fight whoever until you get that number beside your name? Uh, again, like I'm fo- I focus on one thing at a time. But it just depends, man. If I want to call somebody out, I will. Depends on how I feel in that moment, you know. If I feel like calling somebody um, out, I will. If I feel like just seeing whoever wants to match me up, then I'll do that. Because um, you, you try to plan things like way ahead and stuff, and they, they always don't work out the way you want it to. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of how that goes. Uh, just last question, like, are you hoping – been to get like what is kind of the goal for you this year is it like three fights or are you like the two fights that you have had the past two years uh, i like to stay active and that's what i'm gonna do this year i'm gonna stay active and i'm going to stay ready so whether that's two three four fights i'm gonna stay active and i'm gonna stay ready well kyler i appreciate the time thank you so much for doing this yeah man i appreciate you too bro have a good one that. All right, we're joined by UFC heavyweight Jared Bandera, who's got a big fight against Andre Orlovsky. Jared, how's it going, man? Um, it's going. Okay. Yeah, when you found... maybe an hour ago. Hmm? Uh, when you found out you were getting this fight against Orlovsky, like what kind of goes through your head? Because this is obviously a legend and a former champion. Uh, I threw my phone down in excitement and jumped in the air. Uh, I fangirled pretty hard, uh, knowing that I was going to fight him. Uh, originally, uh, so I was actually supposed to fight on this last card, uh, but um, people pulled out and stuff like that, and they asked, like, hey, do you want to fight Olowski Saturday? I was like, yes. I had a moment. And then my manager came up and was like, hey, would you rather fight him in Houston? I'm like, I genuinely don't care. It's like, you do what you think is best, and I'll punch him Saturday or in Houston. It's like, and sure enough, we're punching each other in Houston. Are you a bit happier, though, it is in Houston just because it is in front of fans? Um. I'm I'm kind of indifferent on the location. Uh, the plus thing about Houston is uh, it Texas barbecue, so I'm looking forward to that after the fight. Um, but to be honest with you, I was like I could care less where. I mean, if it was here in Anaheim this weekend, I've been down with that. Uh, if it was in Columbus, Ohio, sometime in March, I believe, I've been down for that too. So. It's just it's nice to have a little bit more uh, breathing room than the apex. Uh, how quickly did this fight come together? Because just a few days before you uh, got the Arlovsky fight, like you were called out Tanner Bozer on social media. 
Yeah, so, like, Lee's called me out, I called him out, and I just figured, you know, he, I didn't see that his name on any upcoming cards. I'm just like, you know what, I'm looking for a fight. You know, he he's called me out before, but I have no ill will with him. So we just poked. The, I was just poking the bear a little bit by making fun of his beard. Uh, when when I had one, uh, so I, I just felt like you know it would have been a fun fight, something for the fans. But I got Olowski. You know, after this fight, you know we could you know come back to the table for that fight again. So. I'm open to what, it. What have you made of Arlovsky's run? Just because he has looked very good of late, like four and one in his last five. It kind of has like a career turnaround. Uh, I mean, this is Orlovsky. I mean, he's been doing it for a while. I mean, like, yeah, he's four and one in his last five fights. But, I mean, previously to that, like, four and one, I think he fought, what, Rosenstruck, then previous was like Overeem, and then uh, what was it called? Nagano, I mean, Olavsky was given some monsters after monsters, and not saying that his four and one recently, like he he fought Tom Aspinall, and I think you know a lot of people under underestimate Tom Aspinall. Uh, but I mean, he had uh, he had good uh, victories over Chase and uh, Carlos Sleep, but I mean, these aren't these uh, world beaters that. You know, Rosenstruck uh, came to be, or uh, Francis and stuff like that. And honestly, let's be real, Tom Aspinall, he's moving up the ranks uh, at a steady but good uh, progression. So he'll be in the top 10 for a long, long time, I think. And so. with, fighting Ar- with fighting Arlovsky, like, it's a lot of people after the fight say they kind of get starstruck in that first round, just tough. Cause they're like, have you kind of tried to not like, how do you kind of deal with that? Just cause that is a guy that I'm sure you grew up watching that you're going to be standing across the octagon from. Um, yeah, definitely. I like starstruck. Uh, I think it won't be as bad because I think last, uh, yeah, last year around Around uh, February is when I actually saw Orlowski. And I had my starstruck moment there. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's Orlowski. Uh, but now now I don't think it's as much there. Um, plus, I have a lot of coaches that um, – I have a lot of old-timer coaches, if I like to call them. Uh, Dan Henderson, Joe uh, Stevenson. I mean, they have all been in the game and all – you know, Noah Orlowski, and they're like, Jared, you don't have a fucking option. You're going to beat him. I was like, and I think them helping me, like, the, like Joe, Joe's being like, I, I train with him because you could beat him. As like, you could do, I was like, your ground is better than his. You need to understand that you could beat him. As I don't worry about him being Orlowski. He needs to worry about you being you. And I'm like, all right. Like, like having all these guys that know of him for a while kind of helped also. Stylistically, like, how do you think you match up against Andre? Uh, honestly, I think stylistically it's uh, better 
better fight for me. Uh, striker versus striker. Yeah, you know, he has definitely a ground to base, uh, I think, in Sambo. But, you know, he's definitely been favoring his striking, especially in his later years. Uh, so I definitely think that is something that me and him are going to have a good stand-up battle back and forth. Uh, I think I have more skills to utilize in the striking department where he's, you know, definitely, ha- you know, has his style. And I don't think he's uh, going to bring so much new to the table, whereas I, I still have a lot more that I have not shown uh, stand-up-wise because, obviously, like, two of my three fights predominantly ground matches. So I have definitely a lot more to show in the stand-up department in the UFC uh, that, you know, a lot of people don't know. So hopefully I could shock them with that. How do you see this fight playing out? Just because Andre is a guy that has been finished in the past and like UFC have a lot of knockout power. Uh, honestly, uh, I could see this fight going a few different directions. I like Orlowski, how he fights. He's been definitely more uh, on like getting these mad balls where you know he could get finished or potentially finish his opponent. It, like I believe the last time he's finished someone was the Travis Brown fight, uh, and that was like what six plus years uh, ago, twenty fifteen. So it, it's been a minute so since he's finished anybody. But he's definitely been outworking, outpacing people, and winning the judge's decision. So I definitely, with seeing how he's been doing lately and how he's winning, mentally I'm like prepared to go all through rounds with this guy because that's how he's been playing the game lately. Uh, but I can also see, you know, if I could get my hands on him um, and, you know, cut him off from moving, I might be able to knock him out or at least, you know, wobble him, get him to the ground, and get a TKO out of this. Uh, I know most – I think realistically what would happen. Sorry about that. Yeah, no worries. Um, I know most UFC contracts run for fights. So, like, is this the last fight of your deal or have you already re-signed? Uh, I have signed um, because I took the ASMAT fight on a week notice. They were like, "Like, hey, you you are willing to take a fight on a week notice against you know a high level prospect?" Boom. Then you know uh, some medical uh, stuff came up uh, that got resolved, and then I actually took another fight two days uh, before Christmas against Chris Barnett for last uh for uh january 15th card but then the day i get all my medicals done i get cleared to fight back in the ufc that that day i i call my man hey jason i'm good go because i yell uh i heard your uh your opponent got hurt just like what the fuck and uh, then they turn around they're like hey you want to fire Rolowski? uh I'm like, yeah. And then they're like, you know, we're going to move it to uh, Texas. So I got a few more fights uh, left in me uh, with my contract. Uh, but instead of worrying about what's happening, I'm just going to focus on beating Orlowski. So I don't have to worry about, oh, is my 
like instead of putting myself in jeopardy of just getting cut from the UFC, how about I just beat Orlowski and then we'll just worry about the next issue. That's kind of my mindset right now on that. Uh, what do you think a win over Arlovsky does for you? Like you've kind of looked at him. The last couple guys to beat him are all these top ranked guys. Oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, because yeah, you you get uh, like I feel like he's definitely a gatekeeper to the top fifteen. But to be honest, I don't care. Uh, you know, I uh, I respect his skill, but there's plenty of uh, other heavyweights out there that I would like to fight. Uh, like I said, my, my, I'm not rushing to the gold. I'm, I want to fight everybody. I like fighting, you know? Uh, so I have all the options after I beat Orlowski. Like I said, me and Bozner have been, you know, uh, bantering at each other back and forth, you know, maybe I'll go with that, that one. If, if it comes up, I mean, it just, I like, I don't care too much about the rankings. I just want to fight and have fun doing it. Uh, just last thing for you, like, what is kind of your goal for this year? Because if you beat Arlovsky, like, it's probably going to be big names and, like, big fights for the rest of the year. Um, then so be it. Like, I mean, I beat Orlowski, you know, but who knows? I could beat Orlowski, and then next week they call me to fight, you know, Latifi or Alexander Romanoff because, you know, one of them pulled out. I'm I'm that person. Like they know that I I'm I'm a fighter more than I'm worried about the everything else. Um, so I mean, if I fire up and opens up other doors to bigger names, cool. But like I said, I'm not really rushing to the top. I want to take my time, punching people, take you know, taking the long road there because I think I want to build more of a foundation on. Uh, myself and build a, a foundation in the UFC before I rush to the top because I, I kind of don't want to be like a a Chris Darkus. Not not to say that like he's had three or four fights in the UFC and he shot all the way up to fighting Derek Lewis and we saw what happened to him. And you know I don't like I just don't want to rush to that immediate fame and then go, oh the stars and lights and you know crumble crumble you know to like a five round fight i yeah i've had a few five round fights but not at this level and i just want to build that base to the ufc you know once i get to that five round main event pitcher then you know like i'm just taking my time getting there and orlowski's just you know step one of this year you know so um regardless of who he brings uh what may come afterwards. I just, I, I know like I'm just taking my time getting to the top, uh, establishing myself here, trying to make a base where I could prolong my UFC career instead of trying to make a quick shot, shot to the top and then just crumble under pressure. I, I don't want that in my life. I just want to be bam, get there. And it's like, all right, this motherfucker scary. He brings a lot to the table. Now let's let's have this extra pressure that he's been preparing for, and then maybe then I can even shine more so than I've already have. Well, Jared, I appreciate the time. Thanks so much for doing this, man. Uh, thank you for having me.
Yeah, have a good one.